Hey everybody, welcome back to a Couple of Friends with No Class. Uh, today, Jason and I are here with another Jason, um, my uncle, my uncle Jay. We're here with my uncle Jay because um, my uncle Jay. That makes the third Jason on this podcast so far. Yes. Are we just collecting Jasons at this point? They're a good thing to keep. Yeah. I was like, because we have one more for the Bandcamp episode, hopefully, if mom decides to join. Uh, we're here with my uncle Jay um, to help. Um, get some attention for his motorcycle ride. So, um, Uncle Jay, that leads us into our first question. Um, tell us about um, your ride. What is your ride about? So, I've partnered with American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to do a ride to fight suicide. Awesome. Very good cause. What is it called? The Ride to Fight Suicide. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you came up with any... I remember there was like last year was uh, wheels to end the war within okay. this year because of sponsoring with AFSP. Okay, they need it. Okay, so I like wheels to end the like, war within better. Me too, but couldn't quite argue with a bigger organization. Organization That's than I am. Also true. <laughs> that is also very true. Uh, so thank you for that, uh, Jason. You're next. Sure. Um, so, obviously a great cause, uh, but why is the ride such an important thing for you? So, <clears throat> I've personally had seven attempted suicides, uh, the most recent being almost a little over two years ago. And this year, um, in February, my cousin actually succeeded. So, I've lost a lot of friends over the years from it, dealt with depression, a lot of my friends deal with depression. So it's not only suicide, it's all around mental health. And it's a good way to get back. That's great. So the ride started last year. I don't know if I specified this. As a matter of fact, I know I didn't. The ride is a motorcycle ride for charity, <laughs> by the way. For those listening at home, make sure you check the description um, below. We will put all the links up to follow. It's on Facebook, right? Yes. That's how you join um, the link for the Facebook page. Um, if any of you ride a motorcycle or know people who ride a motorcycle, um, a link to join the Facebook page. And on the Facebook page, there's also places to go ahead and donate towards the cause. It is a extremely important cause and it needs a lot of love and a lot of attention. Um, so go out, vote, like everything, follow the page, join the ride. Um, even All if you don't goes. ride, yeah. share it. Somebody you know may ride. Or even if you don't ride, there's still donation links yep. there if you want to donate to, uh, to the cause itself. So this started last year. Um, what is your favorite memory from the ride last year? Planning to ride, getting lost. That was fun. <laughs> but actually, my favorite memory of this entire process has nothing to do with the ride last year or this year. Mm -hmm. It's actually what gave me the idea to do it last year when me and your dad went to PA mm -hmm. they had a suicide prevention ride up there in Harrisburg talking to the people there gave me the idea to come down here and do it getting permission from AFSP last year to do it without them actually partnering with me was pretty cool that an organization would put enough faith in me to let me try then to exceed what my goal was last year and only having six weeks to plan it mm. was pretty cool. That's awesome. So what was your goal last year? 2000 And how much did you make? 2300 That's amazing. 
Um, hopefully this year we can get you um, even more than 2300 The goal this year is 5000 Hopefully we can get you more than 5000 Um <laughs> All right, Jason. All right, so you kind of mentioned how you kind of got things started. So I'll go over to like the when is it? When when's this? When is it happening again? September twenty fifth. Um, it's at Rommel Harley Davidson in Smyrna, Delaware. Nine o'clock. We're gonna start registration. Ten thirty ish. We have a ceremony by AFSP, and then eleven o'clock kickstands up. Cool. Awesome. It's about an hour. 15 hour and 30 minute ride we'll come back and food is included in the price of the ride so when we get back everybody can eat relax uh we have two live bands uh forsaken is going to be there who mike is a great friend of mine he was there last year for me um and then javon newman is coming in this year so we'll have live music food just gonna be a good time Sounds like a good time. Um, how can people get, you mentioned this earlier, um, how else can people get involved um, besides the donations and the rides? How else can people help? So a big thing AFSP does is their walks. Um, Wilmington has a walk September 24th. Dover's, I believe, is October 9th. And if you go on the AFSP website, afsp.org, um, reach out to your local chapters. You can volunteer. They're always looking for volunteers. Whether it's to help set up, um, even if you yourself need help, need somebody to talk to, they have outlets and avenues for you to go through, and they will help. All right, Jason, Great. you want to ask the first icebreaker? All right, so some of our fans of the Comic Book Curious podcast and people who have watched the episodes that we've duplicated over to this podcast uh, we'll recognize these questions. We thought it'd be a nice little thing to kind of add here at the end. So the first one of our icebreaker questions um, is, if we could go back in time, what would you bring with you to melt the brain of a Victorian child? Factory reset them. Hmm. A Victorian child. I think we talked about does it. This. Does it actually have to exist right now? No one's ever <laughs> asked that question. <laughs> so I'm going to say, I guess not. Okay. Then I want the flashy thing from Men in Black. <laughs> yeah. That would work. That could melt their brain. That would work. Nice. I asked mom that, like, when we did the Father's Day thing at Uncle Josh's. Mm. Um, That was what mom and I were talking about. Oh, okay. When mom was like, I'm going to bring a Tide Pod. I'm just going to make them eat Tide Pods. And I'm like, mom. Um, And then the second icebreaker question, um, similar in the longs in terms of you're bringing something back in time with you again. Um, what would you bring back with you that would, or do, that would 100% get you um, burned at the stake for being a witch? That's the question. Your mom. My mom? You just bring my mom? <laughs> yeah, that'd get me burned. It turned into a your mom joke. I know, that totally did. That turned into, like, I'm, like, surprised because Miles, not, that's usually Miles' response. Mom. Just your mom to everything. But no, that would work. My mom's science teacher, and so is my aunt Ashley. Uh, so yeah, that would definitely work to get. Especially burned. after they're in New Orleans right now. Oh yeah, like oh yeah, my mom's in New Orleans right now, so they're gonna come back with like I know they're dolls getting, and yeah, oh yeah, tarot cards. 
Mom said that they were doing tarot readings. I told them they can't bring any voodoo dolls back. I was like, don't bring back the voodoo dolls. No, yeah. Because no. somebody's going to sneak one that looks like me, and that's going to get painful. Yeah. Well, I don't like the walking tours that they're doing. I was like, you're going to bring something back with you, which to me is like, that's worse. I'm kind of mad that they went, though, because like, I don't know if they actually film there or if their set is in Georgia. Actually, no, it's probably in Canada because it's a CW show. But like the originals in the Vampire Diaries, I mm. think was shot down. I think they, I think the originals was actually shot in New Orleans because there were a couple of parades that they got just like just like overhead filming right. thing. But it was like the Vampire Diaries and the originals because I wanted because I told them that they need to go visit. Like I don't know if the set will even be up because it ended. I told mom that she needs to go visit the set or at least like the places where they filmed. That and the food. That's the whole reason to go anywhere for I, me. Yeah. I only food. want to go there for the yeah. food. Like, yeah. I don't care about anything else. I don't, yeah. No. I want the soul food. When I went to Mississippi, I ate at uh, Wademan's. Mm-hmm. It's the oldest restaurant in Mississippi. Wait a second. Hmm. It seems like for the most part, it seems like for the most part, according to this, they filmed in Georgia and pretended it was New Orleans. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's like this spot was used to portray the New Orleans French Quarter. Uh, like, so you weren't in the New Orleans mm-hmm. French Quarter then. That's We're spilling Vampire Diaries tea here. Yeah, that's disappointing. I know that, like, the Avengers was shot in Georgia. Um, really? Mm-hmm. They shot the Avengers in Georgia. They shot Divergent, got shot in Atlanta. I knew Divergent was shot in yeah. Atlanta. I knew that. Yeah, but, yeah, the Avengers was shot in Atlanta, too, for the most part. Um, Endgame, Black Panther, Civil they, uh, War, Ant-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Yeah. Like, all the Marvel And Remember the Titans. Yep. Remember the Titans I knew about. Forrest Gump, Hunger Games, Walking Dead, Stranger Things. Wait, Hunger Games was shot of it, apparently. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Well, it's Summit. I think Summit does a lot of... The Swan House. Go-Go Gadget Screen yeah. Share. Oh, yeah, that's the yeah. mansion. Not all of it, just some of it. Yeah. You know what was disappointing? Hmm. When I went to Miami, mm-hmm. I wa- I'm a huge Burn Notice fan. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to find Michael Weston's mom's house. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Nice. I was so upset. I'd be mad. <laughs> I would be really pissed. No, I get annoyed when they're like, we shot, it takes place here. And then they never shot there. Like, I knew about it because what I thought was the funniest was, I can't remember the name of the show. I want to say it was like Blacklist or Black Box, something like that. But they had With Raymond Revington. I'm not sure what it was called, but it was a picture that went around a couple of years ago. I can't remember the name of the show, but it was like uh, Camden, Delaware. And it was like, for those listening at home, I live in Camden. Well, I live in Wyoming, but it's Camden is literally like less 40 than steps away. 40 steps away because <laughs> Wyoming is the size of a pea. Camden in this show was portrayed as like this actual like big mm-hmm. city. And it had um, apartment buildings and a lot of stone and everything like that. And I'm like, this ain't it. That is not what Camden is a Walmart and a neighborhood behind it. Like, don't forget the Waffle House. Oh, yeah. The Waffle oh. House across the street. And now we have a Starbucks. We have Starbucks? Right next to Waffle House. I don't pay attention when I drive. That's why I drive on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason I'm a bad driver. Jason experienced my driving over the summer. How was that? Uh, I'm sorry. It was crazy. So I, I look at all the Stranger Things filming locations in uh, Jackson, Georgia. This is the same one that wants a motorcycle. 
Yes. I think a motorcycle would be a better idea than a car. No. There is nothing around you on a motorcycle. Yeah, but think about it. If I drive on the wrong side of the road in a motorcycle, I can swerve to the edges. It's small enough that if I do something stupid, I can get myself out of it. Or you think you can. You think. I'm pretty sure I can't, like actually ride a motorcycle anyway because i can't ride i don't know how to ride a bike and i was never able to balance on a bike i can ride a unicycle though fun fact you can ride one wheel but you can't ride two yeah i think it's because the leg length discrepancy thing so i can never get my balance right i I spend more time on my bike than i do on my car oh yeah (laughs) like i can be i think i'm a great passenger i just unless it's raining if it's raining i'm a bad passenger um, no, you did fine. I well, I almost threw Dad off balance because I like was trying to catch the raindrops with my tongue, and then I found out it. That's how I found out it was hail, and choked on it, choked on hail, and I was like, "Oh, that's not rain." You and Max cracked me up though when we stopped. <laughs> Get under the tree; it's the driest thing I can find for you. Hold on, I need to take my helmet off. My head's not wet. You guys are taking selfies. I'm just sitting here going, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. It's wet. It's raining. No, that was a fun trip. I enjoyed it. I like the bears. Aren't you proud of me? I didn't try to pet it. Yes. I didn't jump out. I have a show you should watch. It's on Netflix. Oh. It's called Alone. They're in Grizzly Bear Central. (gasps) They dropped 10 people in the wilderness. I think they're in British Columbia in a season I caught last night. How long can you last alone? No people, no communication, no nothing. Living in the wilderness, $500,000. I will tame the bears. I'll join the show. For money, that kind of money, I can do a lot. One guy tapped out after six days because he thought he was having a heart attack. He went out there with only 35% of his heart working. So, like, props. Yeah. Because I'm not going out he there with 35% get, of my heart well, he working. You just get, like, the $5,000 just for that. <laughs> and then he survived six days. I'm pretty sure there were people that tapped out before him. No. He really? First, he was the first one oh. out. Apparently, the longest anybody stayed out there is 110 days. I don't know if I, I think, I don't think I could last that long because I don't think, because my hair, like, my natural color would grow back. <laughs> I wouldn't have access to dye my hair and I think maybe if I brought like dye with me you can only bring 10 items I'll bring hair dye no problem Jason as a boy scout that's not a good idea the chemicals will keep it away <laughs> I was a girl scout I know how to camp I'll bring a tarp because I know how to make a tent out of a tarp mm-hmm. and rope. I learned that uh, when we did uh, like deep woods camping or whatever on my friend's farm. He lives he lives in a couple acres and then we were like we had to build a tent so I yeah I build I bring tarp, rope, duct tape. Um, I have a special stove that turns fire into USB power for my phone. A water filter. And a special Boy Scout toys. You haven't said, like, the most important thing you need to bring. What? Flint. I don't need flint. Okay. I'm going to bring a lighter. It's going to run out. Oh, that's also true. A nature book guide that, t- guide that tells me what I can and can't eat. Because with my life, <laughs> and how to cook it. Actually, no. I probably shouldn't bring any kind of fire anyway. I can set fire to anything. I set fire to the glass top stove in my kitchen. I was boiling water and it caught on fire. What? Were you boiling, all right, were you boiling water or grease? Water. Are you sure? Yes, because I got it out of the sink, and that was the first time that I lost cooking privileges. Also, and- listeners at home, stay tuned for Cal- for Callista cooking, um, which will be a segment coming up on CFNC this semester. And you wonder why we tell you no to motorcycles. Okay, but motorcycles isn't cooking. Cooking is basic and simple. Motorcycles is not. I can handle complex. I can't handle simple. I don't know why. It just blows up, literally. Obviously. I just recently, like this summer... I got permission to use the stove again without supervision. Um, 
I know. I'm 20 years old, and I'm not allowed to cook in my own house. Get ready to go. And how old are you? <laughs> then Preston took it away because I set fire to the stove amp. He was, like, cooking with me, and I, like, moved the pot, and then a flame came up, so I, like, put the pot right back over it to, like, smother it down, and Preston was like, you're done. When so, Preston looks at you and goes, uh, sis? No. So, let, let me make sure I understand this. Can't cook mm-hmm. on a flat-top electric stove, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. Without setting it on fire. Yep. But you want to get on a motorcycle that has a combustible engine. What a way to go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> This is not the topic we were originally talking about. It's a CFNC tangent if I've ever seen one. Yeah, I was about to say, this is the how we go, how we roll, though. Exactly. Yeah. Plus, I am in, I, I am enjoying the tangent. I know it's you're good. I know you're with me. I'm enjoying you're the fact that he's laying into you about getting a motorcycle, about not getting a motorcycle, to clarify. Yeah. I also burned myself on the motorcycle, though. Dad, exactly. I didn't even do that. Like, I had pants. My pants were long enough. Is that the burn on your ankle? Yeah, you? the burn I had on my ankle. Yeah. I have blisters here and then I have one here. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I know that I'll be fine because I'm not going to die until I'm 90 because I wrote it down. I had to do it for a um, psych presentation, which he had us do. He's like, you got to do every 10 years of your life for some psychologist meet your goals or whatever human needs. And... I said, I, some of it I know is definitely never going to come true now because I wrote it down. But, like, the one thing that I hope actually comes true, because our response was, um, great, we haven't lived into our 20s yet. We're still kind of in there. Can we just kill ourselves off at 20 and call it a day? And he went, no, because you got to live till 100. And we went, no one does, but fine. So, and then he's like, but he didn't give us like any guidelines because he because he's like this is your life anything you want can happen. So in my presentation, I married Tom Holland and we had four children. He's with Zendaya and I hope they go all the way because I'm not like over him. He's not Chris Evans. This is, this is before you changed over to Chris Evans. I was still obsessed with Chris Evans, but I didn't want to put Chris Evans down because if I felt like if I put Chris Evans down, it definitely would never happen. I see. So right now there's still a chance. Yeah, right now there's still a chance. It's still slim, but there's still a chance. There's the what? A lot of chances. The slideshow coming and see coming yeah. and see if NC season four. Yeah, the only woman that I will ever like truly back down, bow down to, fully hundred percent. Um, Lizzo. Because Lizzo is my god. If Lizzo and Chris Evans end up together, props to them. I support it 100% of the way. All all of it. Like, I love that. Go then. Um, But also because I know that if he ends up with Lizzo, I know that I never even had close to a shot because she doesn't look like me at all. But, like, his other girlfriends that have been, like, confirmed are all, like, curvy, white, brown hair. And then Justin Timberlake's wife. Fun fact, they used to date. And then Lizzo is still curvy, but she's a gorgeous black woman with dark hair. I had no shot. He ends up with Lizzo. I had no shot to begin with. I'm not his type. But everybody else, I have brown hair when I don't dye it. I'm also curvy and white. I could do, I could. Anyway, enough about my fangirling because I'm a nut job. Um, at least I recognize it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Back it. to the, the, you're not getting a motorcycle because you're going to kill yourself on I'm yeah. not dying in a fire place. I am. 
I did my my presentation. I died at the ripe old age of 99 because I want to put people on edge like that. At 99, jumping out of an airplane going skydiving because of faulty equipment because I decided to take the cheap one. Fun fact, they do skydiving in Ridgely, Maryland. And I'm probably going in September. Send videos. I will. And I'm jealous. I know because you'll already be back at school. I know. So it's like not going to happen. I don't know. Maybe next summer. Maybe. Well, this semester we want to. I want to go axe throwing, but I want to go like axe throwing in like my prom dress or something, and do it re- and dress up for it and just pure chaos mind fuck everybody that's there. Can we do axe throwing on motorcycles? That could be fun. That sounds dangerous, but that could be fun. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Me too. I'm just gonna hit cruise control and start winging at you. <laughs> That works, too. The last time I threw something when people were in the way, I was little. Yeah. And I was playing horseshoes. Mm-hmm. And my cousin walked right in front of me as I threw the horseshoe. And I yelled his name. So he turns to look at me. Instead of moving. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That sounds Caught like a horseshoe right to the eye. But I was little. I wasn't trying to hurt him. Yeah. Then I ran off because I thought everybody was going to kill me. I put press in a garbage can when I was eight. And then I also, when I was 13, I threw a wooden block at him. It was the wooden block. He threw a wooden block at me because we were just like goofing around. And this is just after I was still, this is like three days after I got home from the hospital when I had my last leg surgery when I got the rod put in. Mm. And he threw it at me and it hit me right in the hip that I that I got operated on because I like still had the stitches everything was still open that kind of stuff so I took it and I threw it at him I was aiming for his stomach and I hit him in the face see I you're couldn't not, see at that time you're not helping your case I know, for wanting I know. a motorcycle though. I didn't have glasses like I legit could not see but you're still not helping your case so hear me out so you're riding mm-hmm. okay and a rock hits you in your glasses glasses break I'm down for the count Exactly. <laughs> you can. These are my new glasses. This is so I can drive at night. Like I can't even see. Like you're blurry right now. I have like no depth perception. Is no, you don't. Night. That was the thing. I was like, I can't drive at night because I can't see. And then, um, so Dad was driving me around at night and that kind of stuff when I had to do when I had to go more than like my grandmother's house. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway <laughs> that's the end of the podcast. That's. That's the lull. That's the lull. Yeah, we hit it. It's the natural conversation is how we word it. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for um, me. Thanks, Andrew, here in the conversation. And we'll have to have you back on closer to the ride as well so we can get some last minute stuff. Cool. And we'll be more active so more people um, when it comes out then. Anyway, uh, make sure you guys head on over to Ride, ride to Fight Suicide. If you um, go to AFSP's... Delaware chapter on Facebook. It's under the events tab. Yes. Um, we'll put the event page link up in the description below. On um, So make sure you guys click on that. Uh, follow the event page. If you ride, sign up, join the ride. Um, if you don't... Pass it along to someone who does. Donate. Pass it along to someone who does. Um, and as usual as i've said before broadcast the shit out of it dummy so make sure it gets the attention that it needs uh suicide is a huge issue mental illness in general is a major issue and everybody knows somebody that it's that's been affected by it or you have it personally this is a 
big issue that is, um, it's a major health crisis and it needs attention and it needs, it needs help and we need to fix it. Um, so make sure you head on over and donate to help prevent and fight suicide. Ride if you want to ride. And if you can't donate, um, check out your local chap, your local chapters and, um, volunteer, um, pop one, uh, make sure you call and check them out if you need help yourself. Um, and as always, um, that's the podcast. Uh, make sure you follow CFNC on Instagram. Um, give us a like and a follow. Make sure you're following us on Spotify so you don't miss out on anything cool that we're doing coming up this semester um, as we head into season four. We got a um, lot planned, so hopefully you yes. all be there to enjoy it. And with that, you'll see you all next time for Bandcamp. Woohoo! All right. Woo-hoo. All right. Bye. Bye.